The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries. The Book of Second Chronicles. The author. The Book of Second Chronicles does not specifically name its author. The tradition is that First and Second Chronicles were written by Ezra. Date of writing. The Book of Second Chronicles was likely written between 450 and 425 BC. The purpose of writing. The books of 1st and 2nd Chronicles cover mostly the same information as 1st and 2nd Samuel and 1st and 2nd Kings. The books of 1st and 2nd Chronicles focus more on the priestly aspect of the time period. The book of 2nd Chronicles is essentially an evaluation of the nation's religious history. Key Verses Chapter 2, Verse 1 Solomon gave orders to build a temple for the name of the Lord and a royal palace for himself. Chapter 29, Verses 1-3 through Hezekiah was twenty-five years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem twenty-nine years. His mother's name was Abijah, daughter of Zechariah. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father David had done. In the first month of the first year of his reign, he opened the doors of the temple of the Lord and repaired them. Chapter 36, verse 14. Furthermore, all the leaders of the priests and the people became more and more unfaithful, following all the detestable practices of the nations, and defiling the temple of the Lord, which he had consecrated in Jerusalem. Chapter 36, verse 23. This is what Cyrus, king of Persia, says, The Lord, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he has appointed me to build a temple for him at Jerusalem and Judah. Any one of his people among you, may the Lord his God be with him. Let him go up. A brief summary. The book of Second Chronicles records the history of the southern kingdom of Judah, from the reign of Solomon to the conclusion of the Babylonian exile. The decline of Judah is disappointing, but emphasis is given to the spiritual reformers who zealously seek to turn the people back to God. Little is said about the bad kings or of the failures of good kings. Only goodness is stressed. Since Second Chronicles takes a priestly perspective, the northern kingdom of Israel is rarely mentioned because of her false worship and refusal to acknowledge the temple of Jerusalem. Second Chronicles concludes with the final destruction of Jerusalem and the temple. Foreshadowings As with all references to kings and temples in the Old Testament, we see in them a reflection of the true King of Kings, Jesus Christ, and of the temple of the Holy Spirit, His people. Even the best of the kings of Israel had the faults of all sinful men, and led the people imperfectly. But when the king of kings comes to live and reign on the earth in the millennium, he will establish himself on the throne of all the earth as the rightful heir of David. Only then will we have a perfect king, who will reign in righteousness and holiness, something the best of Israel's kings could only dream of. Similarly, the great temple built by Solomon was not designed to last forever, just 150 years later, it was in need of repair from decay and defacing by future generations who turned back to idolatry. 2 Kings chapter 12 But the temple of the Holy Spirit, those who belong to Christ, will live forever. We who belong to Jesus are that temple, made not by hands but by the will of God. John 1 verses 12 and 13 The Spirit who lives within us will never depart from us and will deliver us safely into the hands of God one day. Ephesians 1, verse 13, and chapter 4, verse 30. No earthly temple contains that promise. Practical Application The reader of the Chronicles is invited to evaluate each generation from the past and discern why each was blessed for their obedience or punished for their wickedness. But we are also to compare the plight of these generations to our own, both corporately and individually. 
If we, or our nation, or our church is experiencing hardships, it is to our benefit to compare our beliefs and how we act upon those beliefs with the experiences of the Israelites under the various kings. God hates sin and will not tolerate it. But if the Chronicles teach us anything, it is that God desires to forgive and heal those who will humbly pray and repent. 1 John 1 verse 9 If you could have anything you wished from God, what would you ask for? Fabulous wealth? Perfect health for you and your loved ones? The power over life and death? Amazing to think about, isn't it? But more amazing is that God made such an offer to Solomon, and he chose none of these things. What he asked for was wisdom and knowledge to complete the task God had assigned to him, and to do it well. The lesson for us is that God has given each of us a commission to fulfill, and the greatest blessing we can seek from God is the ability to carry out his will for our lives. For that we need the wisdom from above, James 3 verse 17, the wisdom to discern his will, as well as the understanding and intimate knowledge of him, in order to motivate us to Christ-likeness in both deed and attitude. James 3, verse 13. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at gotquestions.org.